Good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm living the dream in the city of Auburn. I love that. I absolutely love that. I think we all are. If you are in the city of Auburn, you are living the dream. What a place to be. Absolutely. What a place to be because of uh, the great folks at city staff like yourself. Absolutely, and I'm always proud. I feel sorry for my family and friends that live in the western United States in terms of the lack of rain they're having, but I think we're having a little more than our share of rain right now. Yeah, it'd be nice if we could, like, average it out. If we could average it yeah, out and balance the things, we would be in, in good shape. Loan right. some rainfall to someone yes, else. Yes, right. absolutely. Oh, well. Get out of my yard. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. that's right. Um, all right, so Committee of the Whole yesterday, sounds like you guys talked a lot about the um, the parking situation at the high school. Is that right? We sure did. Uh, Councilperson Dixon um, had a constituent reach out to him who was very concerned, and that same person also had sent an email to the entire city council. Uh, I had reached out to Dr. Kristen Herring, school superintendent, to discuss further. Auburn High School has 1,100 parking spaces. Um, and that, those parking spaces, what's important about that, a, a couple of things, the school board and school superintendent and high school principal, et cetera, are in charge of the management, ownership, et cetera, of those. The city is not. Um, but they, didn't, they currently believe they have adequate parking for the students they're trying to serve. They don't intend to build um, additional parking at this time or procure adjacent parking from any of the private sector partners, nor the city's Duck Sanford Park. But they continue to monitor the situation. Okay. So is there any more discussion that will be had about this, or is it just like, hey, this is this is the school board's realm, so we're going to let them it handle It was. That. And the school board, Dr. Herring had also spoken with the same concerned citizen. The school board has general awareness. And, and what the deal is, for people who don't know, is a lot of rising sophomores these days, or sophomores in general, drive earlier for, for a lot of reasons. And so it's sophomores that don't tend in the parking priority to have have a space especially at the time they turn 16 so they either have to still get a ride to school from somebody else from their parents take the bus um, that kind of thing and so one of the questions being raised is you know where's the parking for sophomores uh, an adjacent uh, entity had allowed some parking there and there was um, there were some issues. Um, Brett pointed out earlier that you used the word shenanigans. I did use the word shenanigans because that's the nicest way I can put a, a variety of things <laughs> going on, of which I will not go into great detail. Sure, you about, don't have but, to, right. Um, and, and not abnormal from what, what happened when the high school was in a different location where the junior high school is now. People park cars, they throw out uh, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, wrappers, whatever, on the ground, or they, they hang out mm. in the neighborhood or what have you. So... Um, at, at this time, the high school parking is where it is, and that, you know the way the high school sits, it's on three arterial roads, but it's kind of in the middle of a big piece of 100-acre property. Right. So, yeah. yeah. It sounds like you made Councilman Smith's night when you said shenanigans. He really enjoyed shenanigans. that. Shenanigans. We'll that get it out of be repeated. Him. You can play the sound clip of shenanigans abound. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. We also, last night, just uh, some Green Space Advisory Board appointments. Um, Art Chapelka was reappointed, and he had just served a partial term, and James, also known as Jamie Brady, uh, was appointed. And then to the Waterworks Board, a new member of the Waterworks Board was appointed, Thomas Sparrow. Cool. Fantastic. We are joined this morning by Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch, and we will uh, jump into the regular meeting in just a moment right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby, joined by Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager. All right, we went through... 
committee the whole last night. Take us through um, the first part of the city council meeting. Well, from the first last part night. of the city council meeting, we had some employee recognitions. Uh, we had technical difficulties in our new council chambers two weeks ago and could not run a video. So, oh right, uh, we were we we recognized our employees at the second meeting of the month, and Logan Kip in our planning department is our employee of the month. Logan. <laughs> We Good appreciate job, Logan. And, Let's uh, go, Logan. And uh, Logan's been doing a great job for us. I think the other key thing out of the initial first part of the meeting was East Alabama Medical Center came to thank Auburn um, for our participation in the vaccine clinic. Cool. And a, a few things I think that would be interesting for everybody to learn about. The city um, was approached along with the city of Opelika, and we quickly went into action. Mayor Anders came back to see uh, the now-retired city manager, Jim Buston, and myself, and we immediately made a decision that we would make a massive effort. And while we've talked about this a bunch on this show, and, and you guys have been great about promoting all that was done for the clinic, I think a few key things. The city committed over 3,150 staff hours to, to man the clinic of our rest of our staff, not including public safety, and about 1,100 hours of our public safety personnel Auburn United Methodist Church um, organized the rest of the volunteers, and that was over 1,200 community members at 8,900 volunteer hours to the clinic. And all told, the city contributed from renting the clinic to upfitting things, um, paying utilities, cleaning, whatever. We spent $136,000 for the clinic, and mm -hmm. that was the city council was very flexible um, with the staff the whole time in doing that, and this is about getting people vaccinated. So it's a great community-wide effort, and we also want to thank the Chamber of Commerce um, who provided meals, and, and it was important to the city when the, the chamber came and helped provide the meals, but the city didn't want to ask Auburn businesses uh, to provide those meals at a discount or to donate or anything. We paid for those meals uh, through the chamber, and the chamber organized them, so we appreciate all the businesses working with us to do that. But it's important to us coming out of a pandemic that we also didn't ask our businesses for more. Yeah, no, I think that's great. The financial cost that we paid and then the amount of labor hours, is that something that, that we can receive COVID funds from the government to reimburse the city for? or is we, that We are looking at that. There's new uh, American Rescue Plan money and some other things, and we will attempt to do that and recover those funds. If we don't, we still felt it was important enough. Uh, yeah. We need to get our businesses open and, and people healthy so we would we made that commitment regardless but we always felt we had a chance at getting some of the money back megan when the the vaccine clinic opened um the situation regarding vaccine access was a little bit different now you can just walk into any pharmacy and you could pretty Correct. much get it on the spot um but at, at the time i mean obviously that was kind of the the best and easiest way to to get it do you does the city feel like it was a success all in all with the amount of folks that, that went in there? Absolutely, it was a success. And I have to really commend East Alabama Medical Center stepped out there in, in many ways, or East Alabama Health uh, is, is what they're mainly called these days. And they stepped out there also to say everybody who volunteers, so that included city employees, even though we were paying people to be there. If you worked at the clinic, you got vaccinated, and that was a big a big draw to the volunteers and a lot of people put themselves at potential risk to work the clinic until and to get vaccinated but it all worked well and I really am grateful to East Alabama Health for making those decisions because it really helped everybody and I think people felt like they had some hope and an opportunity to get vaccinated where they wouldn't have had otherwise and of all age ranges it started with an older population right. and then morphed into anybody a lot of Auburn University students were there and also grateful to school pharmacy nursing VCOM other entities that help vaccinate people and work there um, and then a number of vendors that helped us get the clinic ready absolutely we're joined by Megan Crouch Auburn City Manager 
this morning. What else was discussed last night at Auburn City Council? Well, I think of interest, we had uh, we have a brand new body camera and in-car video system for our police division. Um, I commend Chief Anderson and our police division for trying to stay on the cutting edge of technology. We we have a pretty basic body camera and vehicle camera system now. This will um, record many more things. It will record from the car. It has other capabilities. It also has live capabilities. So our command staff has has the ability why an incident is going on in Auburn to view everybody's car cams, body cams, et cetera, on one screen and see what's happening wow. in an incident. Um, and these are systems that the largest cities in America are using. And I, I want to assure you that our our public safety department in general and our police and fire divisions stay on the cutting edge of technology. And we have um, all the things that we need to protect the citizens of Auburn, just the same as as bigger cities with deeper pockets. And we probably, not probably, I believe we do a better job. Was the city of Auburn, were they able to monitor live events like that prior to this? No. Or th- this is all going to be new? No, this is new. And there's also a big training component. So it's a, it's a $1.5 million contract, but mm-hmm. it's it's a little over $300,000 a year. And we're already spending this money on the, the amount of training and um and different video capabilities we have. The other thing is this this is good for evidence management. So we're taking a lot less time of police and our court clerks and other people pulling evidence in cases by this will automatically bookmark, date, do whatever we need to do. It'll be easier to pull. Cool. So um, other than that, we had a development agreement for Plainsman Lake development. That's on... Highway 14, also known as Martin Luther King right. Drive next to Solomere, that got approved, and that was a big deal for the city um, in part because we're going to get right-of-way for what's known as the Richland, Richland Connector Road, which is an $8 million project connecting Richland Road and Highway 14. Cool. And then another project, and I know people love construction in Auburn. We all love it, but it's necessary as, as we grow and try to address um, concerns that citizens are having. We're going to put right turn lanes in at, at Shig Jordan Parkway and North Donahue in all four directions. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of chatter about this. There's a lot of chatter about it. Chatter. Worried about construction traffic. Uh, I don't know if that's where it's coming from or not. I think there's a mix of uh, that, and I think there's a mix of excitement as well. Yeah. Yes, it'll be a a little less intense than the the college and um, Shug Jordan Parkway slash East University Drive project because mm. we're not putting new traffic signal poles there. That that tends to be the one that really slows us down. This that makes is sense. the shoulders are built up. This is just a right turn lane being added or extended, and it'll be very helpful to the people that live in that area or work in that area or right. have to pass through there. So mm-hmm. uh, we're looking forward to that. And then other than that, on the contracts, we're also getting ready to to issue some bonds uh, for the new elementary school and some improvements going on at at East Sanford School, as well as doing some debt refunding. Um, In essence, and in English, that means we've got some bond issues out there that have a higher interest rate. We have the advantage uh, right now. We can take advantage of a lower interest rate, so we're going to refinance that debt. Um, to be good stewards of the pa- taxpayers' dollars and make our money go further. And Mayor Anders talked about that yesterday. Um, sounds like the city of Auburn has really good scores. In, yeah, we in do. That regard. We have excellent bond ratings for a city of our size. You know, we're we're at the top of what what we can get. Huntsville has higher bond ratings, but they also have a much larger city and a l- much larger budget um, and other things. So we're, we're, we're better than Huntsville. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're 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 yeah. better than Huntsville. They do have Agreed. rockets, though. Agreed. They have rockets. Uh, <laughs> we have Ron Anders. True. So, 
Checkmate. To the moon, baby. <laughs> to the moon. Let's go. We're joined this morning by Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch, and we will continue our conversation next. Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby here with you, joined by Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager, recapping last night's city council meeting, which you can hear every Auburn City Council meeting live right here on News Talk W. A N I. What else? Uh, what else was discussed last night that we need to cover this morning? Well, we just had a number of zoning actions, which isn't unusual. Um, just some ad- additional property being added to the Donahue Ridge subdivision in the same general vicinity. We also had the Woodward Oaks Plan Development District had some shifts in some of the, the their plans there. They adjusted out to add some townhouses, cottage homes, and some commercial acreage. Um, into their development, and that that is a, a Miracle Road, Donahue and Farmville Road mm-hmm. uh, development, and that's where our new fire station is going, and just just below the new elementary school, it's under construction. So they made some adjustments there. We have some really great activity in our industrial base. Uh, project A got approved last night, which is uh, we never name projects until they want to be announced, but it's it's a nice 25,000 square foot building that'll be built for a, a brand new company. And then also we're we're really excited. We've got a business center out in our industrial park where we're going to do some very interesting training, and it's a state of the art project. And we're very grateful because a lot much is going on in Congress with funding things, and Congressman Rogers has really helped us. And we have a significant amount of money in a, in a bill that is before Congress that would actually help fund part of this center, and that that's why we got some federal government affairs representation. So we stand cool. to gain. Um, two to three million dollars in federal funding to help with this project, which is a big deal for us. That that is a big deal. And so, and I want to give a, a lot of accolades to our economic development team that always does a wonderful job and is trying its best to serve this whole area and our workforce development needs and general training needs. But this will also have some some partnership with with Auburn University and the College of Engineering and other folks that are very excited, Southern Union and so on. So we're really excited about that project. More to come on that. Yeah, I was about to ask, is there any timeline for that? I mean, because typically, I mean, federal government-related things don't move quickly. Well, some stuff's come out of committee, and it's in a bill. So, yeah, meaning I think some things will be voted on on the House side very soon. Um, And we're we're pretty excited about that. And, again, Congressman Rogers and his team has been wonderful. They, They have been good supporters of the city of Auburn, all of our representatives, um, at the federal level that represent this area are always very helpful mm-hmm. um, to the city of Auburn and this and Lee County. And so we're grateful for what they do in Washington to help all of us. We're, a, we're a, a growing area. We have a strong economy here. We have a major university, and they are they pay attention to what's going on here. So we appreciate that. And other than that, just some other, you know, a small expansion at Sign World on Opelika Road, uh, the approval of some townhomes for what we know is the Plainsman Lake development I mentioned earlier and just some other conditional use approvals uh, for the Woodward Oak, Oaks development. Other than that, we had um, we had some concerns of the Terrace Acres neighborhood, very valid concerns about uh, junior high school student, students um, who are being picked up and dropped off in their neighborhood, mostly picked up and running out in the street and blocking the street in Terrace Acres. And so... Um, we will be working with Auburn City Schools the first month of school to remind parents, please please don't pick up your children there um, because it's blocking the street to the people who live in the neighborhood. And also the mm. neighborhood has genuine concerns that somebody's going to get hurt um, by even though junior high age kids running out in the street are just, you know, cut, making it hard to traverse the area. So we're going to monitor that the first month of school, ask people not to park there, there and uh, hope that that 
takes care of it. If it doesn't, we'll have to look at some no parking measures in the afternoon in that whole neighborhood. Sure. All right. We're joined by Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch this morning. Anything else happening throughout the city? I know 2040 is picked up. Right. 2040 kicked off last Thursday um, at Auburn High School. We had a wonderful uh, kickoff event. This is a grassroots, citizen-led strategic planning process for the city. Um, we had a lot of people, really an overwhelming response to people signing up to be to be involved. Everybody who lives in the city limits who signed up was included on a team. Um, and I we appreciate the people who live outside the city limits that requested to be part of the process, but we were not able to include them. Um, and this is just getting started. And we have eight teams, and they're going to start meeting pretty frequently. What this really means in the end is this is how we will budget moving forward. For me, as the city manager who presents the budget, uh, the priorities that come out of this and the, the things that the citizens want to see done in Auburn and kind of set the course for our future, this is how I will budget, mm -hmm. and, and budgeting will implement this plan. So um, I've had a few people say, well, what does this plan really mean? It means everything to the city of Auburn for the next 20 years. This right. is how we budget, how we build, how we – um, support education, parks and recreation, all those things, all, all are outcomes of this plan. Awesome. Well, Megan, thank you so much for your time You're as welcome. always, and we'll chat again in a few weeks. All right, sounds great. That is Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch joining us this morning. Lindsey Crosby, want to take a quick second to remind people, ESPN 106.7 from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., seven hours today, of local programming covering SEC Media Days. All three of our shows are up there today. So There's no other place to get that here in town, guys. Correct. That's it. Correct. Good show today? Good show. Let's do it again tomorrow. We will do that. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone, and get back to work.